nervous, Steve? No. Here we go. You We're back Steve? live. This is Hi. a completely different face now here. This is live. This is live, yeah. We're we're broadcasting to to the Brianna behind the camera. To the world. Yeah. Very Welcome good. back. Thank you. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, I think, about Steve O, when was the last time we ran the podcast? Oh, man, six months ago? No. I'd say it's more like than a that. year. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. like a year. I always said it was going on hiatus. I never wanted to kind of put it away, but um, we're going to be giving away something free today. Yeah. What are we giving away? What do you want to give away? Well, I'm just going to throw that right in there. How about an Apple MacBook Air? <laughs> Why do you want to give away a MacBook Air? I don't know. It yeah. seems like somebody would want that. Okay. For everybody listening, this is, uh, this is Jake Carney, and we're actually redubbing, renaming the show, right, um, Steve? Um, they, they have a logo and everything. It's going to be called the Jake Carney Show. So Steve's the producer. Uh, the, the Jake Carney Show. Uh, I think it's a great name. I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I really do. I think it flows off the tongue. And that beautiful, beautiful angelic voice you hear right now is Matt Delando. Hello, hello. Thank you. Matt joined us full time to be a podcaster. Yeah, uh, podcasting is something that I really enjoy. So I'm glad <laughs> so to be I'm here today with you. It. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I think we should actually get. Do you really want to give away MacBook Air? Uh, no, we don't have one to give away. <laughs> but uh, hypothetically, we could draw some cards. <laughs> I think we should give away. What was one of our best giveaways last time? Before we get into all of our heavy, do- a Berkey. Um, Berkeys are cool. Berkeys are cool. Do you know what a Berkey is? It's right there. Yeah. It's a beautiful it's water filter. You know what? Let's, yeah, that's actually good. We'll do very good, Steve. We'll do a Berkey water filter. We're gonna away one that's Berkey great, water filter that's a great today. Idea. Um, we'll tell you how you can actually win it later. Um, there's obviously a lot of uh, natural disasters happening, and um, it's actually really good because technically you could pee in there. You can actually urinate in there, and it will strain it out and give you actual pull your water out, and you can drink it. Have um, you tried that? A little bit. <laughs> Just a little old man pee at night Oof. and oh boy. waited the years for it to come back out. Oh boy. Uh, but it is, if you do have a pool in your backyard, it's got chlorine in there, it will pull the chlorine out. So Will it really? Yeah. Have you tested that? Nope, absolutely not. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. For marketing here. So we're looking for somebody to test that, yep. take pictures, send it in. I have tested it with the chlorine. Um, it's actually funny. The What I'll do, I don't know if you've done this. You have a pool in your backyard. I do. Um, do you ever test your chlorine and pH levels? I don't. So you should... Um, because do you have a tester? They're like six bucks. At I Home don't. Depot. Um, do you have a pool guy? I do. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to fire him though. <laughs> um, so what I actually have because done because it looks quite easy to test chlorine. <laughs> it's not. It's not hard. Um, what I actually do is I'll test my pool water. I have a salt water pool. Um, it's still chlorine there because it converts the salt into chlorine. But I've actually tested the salt water, uh, the chlorine in my pool against the water in the tap water, mm. and I've actually found there's more chlorine in my tap water than there is in the pool. Wow, that's that's yeah. actually really upsetting to hear. It is, um, and so what I so that's why when we drink is, all of our water, is there, is there an effect when you take showers when that, with that much chlorine hitting your body, or is it? it well, yeah, because I mean you're heating it up, so it's actually steaming, and so you're breathing it. I mean, I I've only have three testicles now, not two. Okay, so perfect, it's, perfect. You're fine. No, it's <laughs> it's um it's something to be cognizant of. There's a lot of people that are super worried about that. It's it's it, you can get a you can get a, um, an actual shower filter if you want. Um, sure. I'm no, not that kind of no, crazy no, no. about it. So, um, but anyways, uh, so you can use the Berkey. The Berkey actually makes a shower filter. But anyways, what I was getting to was the amount of chlorine in my tap water mm. it was higher than was in the pool, and so that's incredible. So that's why I actually do use a Berkey, especially with having kids around, yeah. that it actually can pull it out. So um, I don't want to drink chlorine. How many gallons does that thing hold? 
So the one that we'll be giving away free, <laughs> Steven's giving me the don't tell him yet. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, it this looks one like it I think holds a couple is, gallons. That's five at gallons. Least. That's, that's five a, gallons. That's a five gallon. Okay, so I'm bad at math. Yeah. Very um, good. So we'll give away, I think it's a two gallon one that we'll give away. Nice. Something like that. We'll figure it out. But yeah, so we'll tell you later on the show how you can actually win that Berkey. Beautiful. Um, do we have a URL for this site yet, uh, for this page yet, uh, Steven? No. It's all going to be housed in the Alternative Daily. We're shooting from the hip today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you going to have it on jakecarney.com later some point? What I was thinking was we should have a page where people go to so they can easily enter to win, right? We'll let them know in episode two. Episode two, cliffhanger. I like that. All right. Well, this has been fun. Good Suspenseful. show. Thanks. All right, guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I, as I said, we have a new face here with Matt Delando. Pleasure um, beer. Megan, who everybody loved, um, she may stop by at some point, um, but we're going sh- to try and do this a couple times a week. Um, they're threatening me with doing this daily. You have not committed to daily yet. Uh, daily's too much. <laughs> daily's too much. Too much for you, too much for the too, show. Too much for me. Too PJ, much for the people. Yeah. PJ, do you think daily is too much or what? Daily is great. Let's try this. We're trying new things. I can't even get you to go to three. I don't know. Testing. Yep, we're working out the, the, the stuff here. Just is, three, is daily too much? Daily, no, daily's not enough. Actually, I, daily is not enough. Yeah, let's do it twice daily. Twice, twice daily. Da- I actually, that's I don't mind that like a morning update and an afternoon update. Man, I don't think that you can go to another channel while it's recording. So really, yeah, might want to look that up while we're doing this. But anyways, we're working out the kinks here. Uh, episode, do we say it's like episode like thirty six of our old one or episode one? Okay, so episode 36 slash one, working the kinks out. Um, this is going to be fun, I promise you. I know it is. So hot topics, everything that happened this weekend. Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, your president that you voted for. Um, this is cool. Oh, this oh is, that's this, what we're doing right away. Okay. <laughs> just going to toss in that grenade. Like like okay. a good Thanksgiving Perfect. meal when that crazy uncle. When you kind of just say, hey, crazy election we just had. <laughs> All right, enjoy the turkey. Um, no, I think that's actually why this is a good... Um, could balance for the show because you and I have we, we have different policy mm. um, visions for mm. things. We can agree on things, we can disagree on things, which I think is really good mm. when you're having certain discussions, whether it be political or certain things. It's good to always understand um, what's going on from the other side, um, which I'm actually going to get into uh, uh, one of the topics, which which is actually choir preaching. Um, and the reason why I bring up choir preaching is I see a lot of my um, friends, family, everybody on Facebook, and you might see this too. Actually, you're not on social media, but you might see this when not on social media, but maybe mm. around the, the, the dinner table at the mm. local Italian restaurant that you guys like. <laughs> when, it, when you're sitting there saying how you feel about certain positions, certain things that your president Trump has done, uh, and you're saying like, ah, I, don't, I don't like that way that he took the knee. And right. everybody's like, yeah, we don't like it either. And then you just start just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Nothing, Steamroll. Nothing gets accomplished by that. And so you and I had lunch yesterday. And then when we were going through the um, uh, uh, kind of like the test of this podcast yesterday, um, we were going through kind of like our different thoughts and processes on that. And I think that that was actually really good because you come from a different background. I come from a diff- different background. Uh, Brianna comes from a different background. We all come from a different background and we all have different ideas on this thing. So if we were just all had the same idea, it would be frankly boring and we would never get anything done. So what you need to do, what I actually really enjoy is having a, a, a nice cordial debate of mm. ideas because there's definitely things that you and I said at lunch where mm. you even said, I never thought about it that way. And I appreciate you saying that up. And same thing with you to me. Like, you know, I learned more about your upbringing yesterday because you never, you know, never called mm-hmm. me to go out to do dinner, just us and just talk. Mm-hmm. But um, you never. Which is good. Yeah, probably. Um, but I got to learn a little bit more of your upbringing and why you think that way. And so by coming together with those ideas, 
is really good as opposed to when I see people on Facebook or Twitter and they're just saying, and all of their followers and all of their friends and all their family members have the same ideas and you're just trying to spit the same thing to all these people and you're just looking for the pat on the back. Nothing happens. Mm. Do you see that from, do you see that in your, in your social realm in your family realm in your friend realm? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I like to think that, uh, I hang out with a, a diverse crowd of, of thinkers. Um, but, um, I, I do, I do see that very often, you know, um, I, I am very much for, um, productive talk. I do like to hear people's opinions. Um, I do like to understand, um, how people come to the conclusion about why they feel the way that they do. Um, the problem, uh, <laughs> the problem is with, with Mr. Trump, he, he is a bit polarizing. I'm not sure if anybody's aware. Um, oh, no. Great unifier. Yeah, yeah. So um, he does bring out a special extra level of aggression when, when having some of these conversations and some of these topics that I'm sure we'll hit on today. Um, you know, people have strong feelings. Can, can we talk about that you, if you've met him or not? Can we talk about that? Or would you like to go to the next topic? <laughs> your show, Mr. Carney. <laughs> so you've actually, you've actually met him you know, a few times. You know, what was, yeah. your, what was your initial reaction, your initial take? Um, I thought that... Um, He's, he's definitely got a, a, an air about him or an aura, if you will. Yep. Um, a very respected man, obviously, in, in the business circle, uh, social circles in, in, in various various places. Sure, like if, you, if you're running a business or if you are part of a business that wants to do business with like, it, you can get a lot of you can make a lot of money. You can get a lot of business done mm. if you kind of play that game. Mm -hmm. That works. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when you kind of bring that to you know running a country is where it gets a little bit different. But yeah. obviously, when you've met him and everything, is it is it your typical kind of like super high successful CEO? It's just kind of hey, how you doing? A slap on the ass and let's go make some money type of thing. Yeah, yep. no slaps the on the ass were given. Um, I don't think he has a butt. But I don't think he has a butt. <laughs> no, yeah, he's a, he's definitely um, definitely very impressive in person. Um, Does he have that? Because you've also met Bill Clinton. Does he have that similar char uh, charisma? There is no one person in the world like Bill Clinton that I've met personally, and I haven't met that many people, but um, there's something about him when he walks in a room where you just want to go stand up next to him. Really? And just, you got just, that from him? Absolutely. And, and, you know, Bill Clinton was a great president. Obviously, he had his extracurricular activities that not all of us agree with. Um, oh, but, uh, no, no, but he... he, he he demands a presence that I've never seen before. Trump so, is very impressive, um, but um, let me extrapolate very, that, that Bill Clinton thing Clinton. real quick because you obviously are um, more of a conservative type of voter. Uh, if I were to see somebody like a uh, like a Mike Huckabee into the room, or like a um, mm. like a Joe Walsh, or some of these like other like kind of you know at other conservative types sure. of folks like I don't think I would get the feeling of like I wouldn't go stand over them so somebody that has like a different policy mindset to you and you're like ah like I want to go talk to this. like what was it about I him don't that I don't really know I, I can't really tell you it's just you know what it was actually it was <clears throat> he he kind of walked around and spoke to everybody everybody there was yeah. 200 people there but it, it seemed like when you had that two minutes with Bill he was Present. He was present, and he wanted to know about you. Right. And it, it was—it's—it's uh, it's unique in, in, yeah. in this day and age with our, our phones and social media that not everybody really wants to just kind of look face to face and kind of and kind of talk through stuff. So, very impressive, most impressive person I've ever met. Um, now, how so does that compare day. to President Trump, who you've also met in terms of? 
I, is, I, is it charisma, but on a different scale of charisma? Yeah. Or is it just more of just like big shot type of charisma? I, yeah, I think, I think that that's, you know, a, a very informal but great way to, um, to put it. it it's, it's a very big shot businessman. Like, I'm here. I demand attention. I'm here. I'm number one. And, and, and that's it. But you know what? There is a, a very cool aura about that, too. Of course. Um, so I, I have nothing bad to say about any of those men. Um, both very impressive, equally in their own nature. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so when it comes down to the choir preaching in your social circles. So since I'm a Trump voter. Um, yes. What about you, Mr. Carney? <laughs> I'm a registered independent in the state of Florida. Oh, same here. Yes. And so I didn't actually get to vote in the primaries. I actually tried to go vote in the primaries. Um, I would have cast a vote begrudgingly for Mr. Bernie Sanders, um, hmm. but as I showed up, they turned me away from the primary voting booth because wow. in the state of Florida, you cannot vote in a primary if you're an independent. If you're asking Absolutely. where did my vote go for the general election, it, yeah. did, it did go for uh, Mrs. Hillary Clinton. Very good. I thought there was something cool about voting for a woman president at the yeah. time. Um, I agree with the... I get a lot of pushback on this. She wa she was a qualified candidate, but she was not the best candidate. She's just um, there was definitely flaws there, and a, right. a lot of people think that's very sexist because it's a woman. Because you obviously have Donald Trump with a lot of flaws. Right. Of course, of course he did, right? But the bottom line is she couldn't pull it out in the fourth quarter. She couldn't pull it out. You could argue she had all the different things in terms of Comey and all the different the email things, which I think were stupid. Um, but she couldn't pull it out in the fourth quarter. So, oh, hold on a second. Yes. Uh, I don't want to go too but, far down sure. this rabbit Let's hole. Do it. I like but um, when you say it was stupid, what does that mean? The I like how you I like how you did that. The James Comey emails. Why is it stupid? Um, because I think uh, well, previously um, that the destroying if you're t the destroying of the emails, which you know what uh, elected officials have done, uh, presidents have done. Um, there's even stuff with. Uh, George W. doing right. it, you know, you, you destroy certain things because you need to get it out there and it's confident, it's confidential. Um, the way that I see it, if you're using, I don't know if it was, she was using a server or in a basement or a Gmail, right. you know what, and in, in this day and age and our phones and everything that's going on, it's kind of, it can get mixed up if I'm sending right. it from JAC36 at gmail.com versus, you know, whitehouse.gov. But at the time of this discussion we're having right now, we're seeing the same thing happen with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump of using personal email. I think that's stupid, too. It's just yeah. it's just email. And again, I'm not running. The, I'm not running for any type of office. I'm not running the government. Mm -hmm. And I get how it's important to have the, those types of records. There's bigger fish to fry for me than emails. OK, fair that's enough. That's a stupid. that's a pretty good. Pretty good response to that question. Well, thank you. Um, you want to wrap it now? Yeah. So I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so in terms of the choir preacher, so back to this, like, do you see it in your social circles? Do you see it in your in your family circles? Um, you know, just kind of like the agreeing to agree with and just kind of, as you said, you know, just keep on jumping onto the topic and beating that dead horse. Yeah, I think there's <clears throat> I, I definitely think that people are e easily influenced these days. And I, and I do think that um, when, when somebody that you like or you appreciate um, puts a get puts together a well thought out response to yeah. one of these hot topics I think that you're inclined just because of your your relationship nature to to, to kind of agree with them and jump on that bad wagon and, and just kind of bash um, I think uh, one of the problems I have with it is that it also lends itself to uh, a very surface level conversation a lot of these people Correct. that um, that that have these feelings can't really delve into the the, the facts and the issues at hand um, in, a, in a very thought and uh, well thought out um, way so 
uh, I do definitely see some some bandwagon jumping, but because um, it's fun, it's easy to it's do. It's easy, and it's it's camaraderie. It's, it's like anything else, but it's right? not accomplishing anything. And no. so the way to get things done is to have that healthy debate where you learn from the other side. Correct. Truly, like, and again, I don't like to say that. Uh, I don't want to go spend time in Alabama in somebody's like you know house with rebel flags and everything in it. But on the flip side, I also need to understand where they're coming from and right. why they're voting a certain way and why they've felt lost and why right. that and why Donald Trump's rhetoric is actually appealing to them. If you right. would ask them six or seven years ago, would they have voted for would they have voted for Donald Trump? You're going to get a hard no. Like of course, he's this New York businessman. Listen, we we as a people that voted for Mr. Trump. They voted to blow up the system. That's what they voted and the, for. And, and, and guess what? That. They're getting that. Yeah. Some people probably have some buyer's remorse out there. I think some people do. Uh, and I think I even say I, I kind of liked a little bit of the blowing up the system. Like, yeah. again, I'm, I'm, it's easy to say you're anti-establishment because if you're anti-establishment, you really do want to blow the whole thing up. But I did like a little bit that he was mixing it up and you, it was kind of a little... You didn't get the typical politician type of right. answer. I get, I got that, and I appreciate it. It resonated with people, and it re- but there was obviously some of that banter that I didn't like, and sure. that resonated with some people. And so, I, sure. I, if I do think some good could come out of this, I think that you can say like we don't have to do it as we've done it the past, you know, at 150 years and talked a certain way and actually get some policy done. Problem is, he's not getting any of his stuff done. He's just he's all talk. He's all talk. Yeah. Which brings us into what happened this weekend, which was you have all the stuff going on with uh, North Korea. By the way, this is not going to be just a straight politics show, but hey, this just happens to be a good start, though. A good start. Um, all the stuff going on in North Korea. Yeah. And Puerto Rico was just hit by a massive storm that 100% of their uh, electricity was out. Um, and we're talking about kneeling for the national anthem mm-hmm. and we're calling players that kneel sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. And we're calling out NBA players for not showing up to the White House. Um, and we're getting into this back and forth type of banter when really, and I'm sure that you feel this, we've talked about this before, and we don't, we don't have to get into the whole like kneeling thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can if we want. Um, but with all of that going on, there's major ordeals. Like right. the Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. They need help. Um, this guy in North Korea is a, is a Looney Tune, and we need to kind of keep our eye on there. Uh, why are we focusing well, so much yeah. on on the whole kneeling for the Star sure. Spangled Banner? Right well, I, I, I did see something yesterday, and I don't I don't know where exactly I read it, but um, there was I don't know if it was fake news, if you will. I, I hate know. I hate spread. By the way, I hate spreading that fake news I terminology. Like it really like it. bothers me. Um, there is really no great good investigative reporting anymore. It just is what it is. Having said that, um, I PJ is pretty good at it. Well, that is true. That is true. Thank you, PJ. Um, but you know, long story short, I, I, I read something that they're not sending any relief down there until Oct- October 1st. I'm not sure if that's well, true. Cause then that. I've also I heard it this that morning. So there is, um, there's 700, there's 700 FEMA, um, officials down there now. And they've also sent 10,000, um, staff members, okay. people that are there now, and they have been bringing um, water and okay. food and supply. However, uh, as you know, we just put up, PJ actually wrote, no, was, sorry, PJ, it wasn't you. Um, here's the problem, and this is really interesting because Puerto Rico is part of the United States, right? Territory. Um, however, it, if they don't get more attention to the infrastructure and a truly kind of, you know, this is an emergency mm. of epic proportions, those, how many people do we have there? 3.4 million residents. Mm. Guess where they have to go? 
here, mm. right? And so we're all concerned about immigration and an influx of people mm. and everything like that. It could come from somewhere else. It could come from Puerto Rico because wow. if there's no yeah. place if those people, those people will come here. They're going to come to Miami. They're going to come to Texas. They're coming to all these different places. I'm not saying that's bad nor good. I'm just saying from a more conservative side, when you're saying how many people should we let in? Well, technically, I know that they're part of our uh, our country, but you're going to influx of three million people if you can't restore power and can't, mm-hmm. can't restore life mm-hmm. there. So why are we talking about LeBron James and Steph Curry, and not about how to keep these people happy, healthy, and mm-hmm. And again, if Miami can't handle three million people coming in at once, we can't handle much more. And, to be honest with you, and you don't want those people getting in lifeboats, getting out right. of there too. So I think there needs there's a tension on there. There needs to be more tension. It took him five days right. to respond to that, but you know, Steph Curry said something, or he just right. went out and you know cherry picked with Colin Kaepernick. That's a little bit different. That's where I think I actually think that that is where. You have his base. You have his mm-hmm. 30%, which literally, as he said, he could go out there in Times Square and shoot somebody, and they'd still love him. That base is that base is there. But it's people like you that voted for him. Like, all right, where's the tax reform? Mm. Where's the health care? Health care mm. is not going to get passed this week, and then it's going to go to a vote where instead of getting 50 or 51 votes, it's going to have to go to 60 mm-hmm. now. He is not getting anything passed. No. Um, he's just all rhetoric, which I get it. I understood it. But when it comes to running a company, running a job, running a business, running a country, it's not going to. I think he overstated. I think he overstated and overestimated um, how difficult it is to to get things done in in, in Washington. Um, As a businessman, you know, specifically with a lot of money and a lot of a lot of power, you can bulldoze. You know, you can get things done that you need to get done. Uh, We're in gridlock right now. And, um, it's, it's not good for the American people. It's not good for anybody. Um, I would love to see some, some good tax reform put forth. Um, healthcare is obviously very important too. It's going to affect a lot of people. Um, but those are, those are my two issues that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at right now. And, why is and, healthcare as, uh, why is healthcare? So why are you interested in healthcare? I, I, so I, obviously, we have healthcare here. We have a pretty good healthcare, uh, for the employees. Yeah. Um, that they actually, I think we and actually, we're very, we guys are very kind in the sense that we pay for half of the, the, um, the healthcare costs. I think we pay more than that. Well, <laughs> not everybody is doing that in private sure. companies these days. So that, that, that is something that is, is very beneficial, uh, from a pass down so perspective. If you want to submit your, your resume here, jobs at the alternative daily.com. Really unlimited vacation, right? Unli- unlimited vacation. <laughs> we work for you. <laughs> um, so what we're, we're, let's we're getting off topic. Where were we? What were we talking about? Puerto Rico. How do Puerto we Puerto Rico? Them? So I think that Steph Curry is worried about making his infinity ads. His kids drawing things on pieces of paper. Um, he's getting paid. He's sure. good. He is influential. Obviously, all these guys are influential. But you know, I think at the end of the day, um, if you live anywhere else, I mean, we live in Florida, right? And we were just affected by Irma. Um, people in Texas were affected by Harvey. If you live in Colorado, in California, in Nebraska, in New York, while they may be empathetic by turning on CNN, at the end of the day, I don't think, I, I, you know, I'm going to go with an old saying, out of sight, out of mind. You should say, because it's so far-fetched. Because I think we're getting into NFL away. football. I think people are worried and interested in other things. We're coming into the holiday season. Um I'm not. I'm not making any you, excuses. Sure. No, I get that. And no, you're actually bringing up a reality. I'm which just is, being. It's a realistic. What we were trying to talk about. It's not. It's old it, news. It's a, it's a territory. Well, hold on. It's a territory. They're not attached to the United States. Um, you're oceans away, right? Mm. So it's not like it's not super easy to get there, right. right? As it would be like a Florida. And I will tell you this. Um, 
when we evacuated for Hurricane Over, we went up to right. Georgia. On the way d- up and down, we passed all of these amazing utility trucks that were coming uh, into Florida, uh, into Georgia. And you would see things from Indiana, Iowa. I met linemen um, that were right outside my house that were from Indiana, that were from Illinois, that were all from all these different places. And it actually really did bring me a sense of patriotism. It's like, Camaraderie. Wow. Absolutely. It's, like, it's awesome. It's like we're actually really rallying together to get this all stuff fixed. I, I, I will tell you, we are very lucky. How do you get those utility trucks to Puerto Rico? Well, two things. Number one, we are very lucky here in the state of Florida. And I I, I want to give a lot of credit to Governor Rick Scott. He's a phenomenal oh, he governor. He's been a phenomenal governor for I didn't a long vote time. For him, but he did a good job. Well, I did two times. Um, so, but no, he, he's really good in the state of Florida ever since Wilma in 05. I mean, immaculate things are done here with that storm that came through here. That was a nasty storm. And within five, six days, we are... We're back and running. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, I didn't lose power at my house. That's amazing. I it, lost it for 24 hours, crazy. and now, I again, thank the Lord. There's people that did lose it for a week or two. Right. I get that. Um, Stephen's giving me a side We did not lose power, Stephen. Yeah. It, no, the, the oven lights did not blink, okay? <laughs> he came home, and the time was still moving. <laughs> um, um, no, we actually, and it's amazing the, the amount of infrastructure we have in place right. and the help that we got from all the different states. With that said, though, you, you, know, you touched upon this five minutes ago. You know, they sent relief down to Puerto Rico. They sent, what, 700 or some odd female workers and, and things like that. Where are they? What's the status update? Right. What are they getting done? Right. Are they still without power? You're telling me 100% of the island is without power still? As of my report, yes. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, think about it. You can't get utility trucks there. Like, how... if, if well, the they're, they're, Yeah, I mean, you can pick boats a, and planes. Do you know how big those, those utility trucks are? Let, let me tell you something. Helicopters you, can you can fly in a utility truck. You can get from no. my you can get from Miami in a cargo ship to yes. Puerto Rico. Yes, twenty four hours. Tops. And I don't think that that's happening in terms of getting the utility trucks on. There. Sure, sure, and I that understand that. I understand uh, because if not, you have three million people coming into Miami, and you're gonna have just an empty wasteland of cars on the side uh, on the highways. What Brianna said of trying to get out of Puerto Rico to the airports. So. Wow. I, think, I think this is a good time to bring up, speaking of that, speaking of that disaster, um, a good way to bring up the Berkey, uh, to, to win the Berkey uh. water filter. Um, it's an amazing thing. We gave this away last time, and uh, I think we ended up giving three or four away, and somebody, <laughs> Steven's saying, just give one away. Uh, <laughs> but the reason why we gave three That's or four away. the liberal in him. The reason why that we actually gave three or four away, um, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but um, one of the ladies that actually won it, she wanted to get it for her school. Um, and she, uh, I think it was a kindergarten class or whatever. Um, so we actually sent her three or four to you know, get a, nice. get out to the school and, and use them. So, um, so the way that you can win these, we're, we'll do it like this for now. Um, but just email us at podcast at the alternative daily.com, um, subject line Berkey and just, you know, leave us a comment, feedback, any question that you might have, any, any format that you want us to follow. Just leave us anything, oh, yes. and that's just going to enter you to win a, uh, a Berkey water filter. Perfect. So podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Does that email still work? We'll, we'll figure that out. Yes, yes, yes. Details, so we details. We had to bring this back because um, Patricia said that we were getting some, um, some comments that, you know, where's the podcast? Where's, where's the there? podcast? Where's, where's Jake? So we're actually here in our, in our headquarters in Juneau Beach. Um, and uh, just wanted to bring this uh, podcast back up. I think we have something really good going on here. Um, we talked a little bit about the kneeling, um, and I want to talk about this. It was something I was I was listening on my. This is a tough one. Um, 
I was listening on my um, on my run today um, and talked about the topic of white racism. Right? Uh, we know that you weren't kidding when you wrote that down. No, I wasn't kidding. Okay. Um, and it's something that you know this, and it has to do with the current um, president. Um, and I know that some people also believe that the previous president, you know, brought this up too. Uh, I think that the United States has a racism problem, but I think it's um, all countries have racism problem. Mm. We have it really good here, right? Mm. And I think that we also need to do more of the dialogue that we're talking that we're doing now and again this topic is just not about white racism it's actually about other th- other racism too but it was a kind of uh, uh, good lead-in good lead-in yeah <laughs> um because this uh, this country was built on slavery and was built on racism and i think that what we're going through now and i've said this to multiple people before is we're going through a hangover stage so when you go out and you and i'll make the parallel together if you go out and have like six seven beers six or seven drinks you're feeling good and if you're building a country you're holding a a, a, a certain race down and you but you're seeing infrastructure going up everything's feeling good well eventually shit hits the fan and starts to go downhill so we saw that you know obviously with the ending of slavery but especially with the um you know with all the human rights initiatives that happened um in you know the mid 1900s um and then you know everybody got equal rights which is great but you just can't flip a switch over like that, right? And so what, we see, what we've seen for the past 50, 60, 70 years has came, what I like to see is a little bit of a hangover of like, all the shit that we did in the past is now coming back to, as like a next morning, like, fuck, this doesn't feel good right now. We need to kind of get, you know, figure out a way to navigate, not so much heal it or whatever, we need to navigate how this happened. Because I actually do believe that give us another 50, 60 years, we're going to be in a way better place when it comes to racial relations. Um, but the reason why I bring it up is because um, we know that there's racism against uh, black people. We know there's racism against, you know, Hispanic people and minorities. Uh, but there's also on the flip side, I mean, especially being a white man, I actually do believe that white privilege exists. I think that you can take that standpoint that white privilege exists, but also take the standpoint of you shouldn't be racist towards white people either because that exists. And so what I constantly see, you'll see it um, on social media, you'll see it everywhere, which is, um, I, and it's even kind of joking aside, like, oh my gosh, that person's so white, or like <laughs> the way they dance is so white. And it's funny, we can, we, can, we, can, we can laugh at it. Um, but we also, I think in, in, in a way to heal the country, we do need to pay attention to the Black, Matter, Black Lives Matter folk. What are they saying? Why, is that, wh- why are they saying what they're saying? Let's learn about the shoes that they grew up in. At the flip side, you know what? I am not, because I'm white, I'm not an evil person. I'm not bad. Did I probably get privileged because I, because I was born a white man? Probably. At some, but don't at some hate point. Me, but don't hate me for it. And, mm. and I think that that has actually drawn a little bit of division in the country, which is mm. I think it's okay to take the stand of, yes, there is white privilege, but there's also white racism too. And so, and I think if you take that stance, if you think more about that, it would actually start a dialogue better with other folks. And I'm not saying go out there and and holding up a flag and saying, everybody's racist towards white people. That's not a good idea, right? But just being, being sympathetic to the fact that there is white privilege, but then it also is, hey, just because I'm a white man, I'm not the worst person in the world, right? Mm. Um, And so that's something that I was thinking about today uh, on my run, listening to different, um, uh, talks and, and, and arguments, et cetera. What There's, podcast was that? Um, this was, so I listened to a variety of them. Mm. Um, part of this was Howard Stern. I'm a big Howard Stern listener. Very good. Jerry also, Seinfeld yesterday, phenomenal. Yeah, and Joe Buck today. Oh, um, and again, then, Joe Buck. Yeah. New Joe Buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then again. Uh, well, a lot of respect for Joe Buck. 
I got to tell you, didn't tell didn't like the guy as a Yankee fan. He knows why. Why? Uh, why? Why? Why do we like him? <laughs> He's just bad luck, if you will. Okay. Um, but uh, no, he he um, he was phenomenal on Stern. I think last year, maybe six, eight, ten. It was months. this year. It was before the Super Bowl. Before the Super Bowl, especially when he did JD play by play when he was eating his breakfast sandwich. That was a ten out of ten. Uh, but no, Joe Buck is great, and and uh, I'm sorry that I missed him this morning. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and another one I listen to obviously is the number one, I think arguably the number one podcast, which is Joe Rogan. He's playing with Jay Carney show. That's number two. Number two. Yeah, number got, two in the radio. We should start a radio. What war market with are we Joe? in? <laughs> Do you want to start a radio war with him? Yes, we should. Hey, uh, Joe at Joe. But I think it's important. This goes back, bringing um, uh, coming full circle with. Yeah, where are you going with this? Not choir preaching. Um, but being open to other ideas. Um, I was sure. not open to the idea. I began being a far, um, I don't want to say far left, but I'm a pretty liberal leaning guy. Um, and I was not opening to the idea of white racism. I was always laughing at it. Like that's, that's ridiculous because I knew that there was white privilege, but then I've started looking at like just simple people just, you know, at, uh, you'll see just different things. Twitter is an awful place, by the way, you should, you, it, if you're not on it, don't go on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, you'll see posts of um, that are just very like anti-white person. And I get like why people are doing that. Who trying, is posting these things? Just come, random people? Just go on Twitter. You're, you're, and you, and these show up in your, your feed? Yeah. How yeah, does I that follow, work? I follow great people. I follow everybody. Uh, and so that's your problem. So, but like I said, I, like, I would like problem. to learn all the sides because I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing is they're trying to compensate for all of, uh, of you know, the previous, you know, 20 or 30 years of, sure. of trying to give other people an opportunity. And I was saying, like, oh, white people are bad. Uh, I'm just saying, just if you're sympathetic to every single person, learn their story, learn their background, um, you're going to learn a little bit more and, and help yourself. Um, so that's a little kind of like rant that I wanted to go on about, uh, about that. Excellent racism, pontification. Racism in all forms. It all is, forms. Is, it exists. Is awful. It's awful. Um, no, what's wrong? Tell me. Tell me. She's shaking her head back there. There's no. Oh, oh I wish that this worked. Ooh. Come over here. Come over here. This doesn't work. Hmm. I could stop recording and try it. Let's try this real quick. You know, you just have to. You might have to uh, cut it together. Let's do this. Ready? All right. Because I really do want it. you. Here we go. Test. Oh, there oh, we go. We got that's it. Hot mic. Okay. Hot mic. Brianna on the sticks. But yeah, yeah. I don't so I'm going to hide behind Okay, PJ. very good. Why don't you want to be a camera? I'm yeah, not that's camera producer ready. Life. I know it's easy for two guys, to, two white guys on a podcast to say there's no such thing as white racism. But um, racism in its, and I can't believe I'm even talking about this because I did not believe in it uh, for the longest time. But if you were to judge a person, if you were to say, I'm not going to give this person a job or I'm going to go punch a person in this face because they are white skinned, that's not racism. Racism is and I'm not when, saying that I don't have any privilege. I'm not saying that. No, I understand. I, I completely understand your point of view. I'm I just go, have a problem with the statement DJ for a second. white racism because racism is when a majority suppresses a minority group. That is completely impossible. And what I feel like is happening is that this minority group is becoming very empowered, like Black Lives Matter, and they're finally having a voice and they're finally being heard. And whether it's through protest or Twitter or any which angle, we're being heard, and this majority feels threatened. So I no, feel like there's a lot of sensitive right. people saying, right. oh, but, you know, white racism, right? Ra-. There's no such Get thing as camera. white racism because the majority suppresses the minority. And right now, 
Black Lives Matter or any or Hispanics, they're not the majority. No, and I get, and I, I'm, I 100% agree with you. And I think what, and I actually think that what Black Lives Matter uh, is doing is, I actually think it's good. I, I think it's bringing up w- what they want to hear, and I think it's extremely important. But and when it goes back to to to, there's no such thing as as white racism. When it comes down to, it actually doesn't come down to what's a. And I get what you're saying about having a majority against minority. I totally understand that. But racism in its actual purest form is doing harm to somebody because of their race, right? Understood, but I think it's so quick to jump and call it racism because if I think if any group of people understand like um, being judged, yep. it is the Black Lives Matter group. So they're not sure. saying that all white people are bad. They're definitely and not And I wasn't saying, saying that. that no, I understand. I, I completely understand your point of view. They're not saying all white people are bad. I just feel like there's a selective group of white people who's like, oh, but you know, I'm not bad, and they're getting a little sensitive, and they're forgetting the purpose. Is right now the spotlight is on Black Lives Matter and not on the majority. It's interesting. It's on Black Lives Matter and it's on white nationalists and right. white supremacists. And I think that there's a complete massive difference between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, obviously. Uh, the white nationalists and the white supremacists are, they are literally just saying, you know what, uh, your, your skin color is different than mine. Would you say You're, there's a competition between the both, between the two in terms of spotlight? Are you saying that white nationalists and white supremacists, or can we just lump them together? We'll lump um, them together. White supremacists, right? What's right, the versus difference? Black Lives right, Matter. Exactly. All right, so, so what was your question then? Versus Anna? Black Lives Matter. Do you feel like there's a spotlight, like Black Lives Matter is getting too much attention, no. so the white supremacists are like, oh, well, you know, oh. what about us? Yes, I do believe that that is correct, um, and I don't think it's right at all. Right. I think that they, I think that Black Lives Matter is coming up, and they're what they're trying to do is compensate for that, which is what got us into this whole mess in the in the first place. I think, here, but here here's something that I've been wondering about the Black Lives Matter, and I I do I actually I, I'm a supporter of it, and I, and I agree with it. Um, is at is there a point at which we say, um, okay, we're done, we're all even? Right. Is there a point or is it just to have all these different groups with different um, ideas and agendas? I mean, ideally, the goal is to to get to the point that like, okay, we're all even. Is that ever going to happen in the near future? I I don't believe so, especially with um, the man that we have in power of our country right now. Mm. But um, in the future, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be hopeful and say, yeah, it could definitely happen. Right. Gotcha. Well, this is why I actually I. I did this on purpose. I brought up white racism uh, to spark the debate, but I wanted, but I wanted to. What'd you say? To get you, not you per se, but I wanted to bring it because if we just talked about black racism, be like, yeah, it exists. It's it's really bad. But I bring that up because did we shut her? Can you shut that? I'm not shut. I'm not silencing you. I'm just don't just leave it be. Just turn the knob down. look at that. There we go. Like, we have a legit show. Uh, that was Brianna Gote. Thank you for that. Um, so, and I appreciate that side of the debate, too, because I've never walked in your shoes. I've never, wa- I've never walked in some, I've never walked in the Black Lives Matter shoes. I see what they're doing. I completely understand it. Um, I don't think that they're violent people. I think they're trying to bring up issues that they have, we've been forgotten. We've been beaten. We've been, you know, we've been treated a whole different way. Um, but and I, what I see, what I hear from a lot of, we talked about this last week, which was I hear from a lot of, let's say, older folks like my parents or uncles and aunts and stuff who have gone, who have, who have, um, who were born in in not really good hands, um, who have struggled their life and blue collar people, 
who who come back and when I talk about the Black Lives Matter to them, they'll say something like, um, uh, "You know, I never did anything. My parents never owned slaves. Like, what is it all about?" I'm like, well, they are trying to bring. Uh, they're trying to make you aware of what is going on. That's what they're trying to do. And so it, it's 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 hard um, trying to voice this to older people that don't necessarily are involved like that. Um, but on the flip side, you know, I think we just all need to be careful that just because we don't, there's people that might not agree with Black Lives Matter, but they aren't racist either, right? Mm. They're just people that might be uninformed. They might they might have their own different uh, different opinion on things. And so one of the reason why I brought up white racism was to actually bring up this exact thing because. I think it went where I wanted it to go. Um, but I do think that racism in all forms is bad. And I don't think that our president does enough to say that. Um, I, I think that we're in a really uh, interesting part of our, of our time um, uh, as being a really big melting pot of, um, of a country. Um, but racism in all forms exists. And I think that we need to take steps to denounce that as much as we can every day. PJ, what's happening now? What do you got going on? Um, just my oh, the flat earth. Oh, hold on. Mike him. We're trying this. Go for it. What do you got, PJ? Uh, bring up the flat earth? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so I actually, while I don't think that the earth is flat, I Thank you for that. support people that bring up the issue. Okay. Uh, because I think our educational system is rigged. In a way, because okay. um, so like people should just what I'm trying to say is I think people should question traditional thinking. And that's actually what Kyrie Irving was trying to do. He, he announced that he actually doesn't think the earth is flat yesterday. He was just trying to say that, you know, oh. he questions traditional do thinking. You think somebody got a hold of him and was like, hey, listen, yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, that could, that could actually, actually be really around. true, too. Yeah. <laughs> His agent said, hey, Kyrie, listen, listen we need listen. to lock this yeah. up. No, that's good that he came out and said the world's not flat. Um, continue. Um, so yeah. So I think we should just that's basically what I agree with. We should question traditional that's, thinking. That's the piece that he's I like actually it. working I on. I like that. Yeah. I, I think from a scientific standpoint, um, it's always good to try and argue against a point, but also not just stand so firmly on there where you can't change your mind. Exactly. Where you could say, all right, fine. I think it's flat. Like, Brianna, do we think it's flat, Brianna? It's debatable. Uh, she, thinks it, she actually thinks she told me today it was a conveyor belt. I can't repeat what she told me last week. <laughs> but anyways... I think I think everything is up for debate, and I think it's really good from a scientific standpoint to say, what can we do to actually learn more about it? Uh, but I think it's such a, I think it's such like a, a non-issue that that we can we just I want to say can't we all just agree that it's round or no? I guess we can't. <laughs> Did we land on the moon? Well, wow. I think there's plenty of... Wait, you said if there's enough evidence to prove that it's what? Prove that it's flat. Flat? She would believe it. Are you serious? Yeah, I think she's serious. But what about enough proof to say that it's round? I think we well, have ample amount of proof. Oh, yeah, we got... Gravity? That, yeah. We never even thought about the other options, it being flat or rectangular or... But as I said, if we were to take a big balloon, float it up in the air with a non-fisheye GoPro um, or a camera that is non-fisheye, okay, I just want to pick... What are these all down? Why you don't can, you uh, tell everybody this. at home what a non-fisheye GoPro is? I'm not sure everybody is on the same <laughs> It's page like a you. rounded type of uh, lens, um, right, Steve? Something wide angle. Wide angle. Anyways, um, Great. you can actually see that there is a curvature of the Earth. And how did the eclipse? Wait, how did the eclipse happen? What is the hexagon? Wait, if the eclipse happened, 
It would have been like a, a rectangle that went across, right? <clears throat> it, it, oh. it looked really round. No, but it was Earth. Well, it wasn't really our shadow, was oh, it? Oh, you know, it wasn't. I'm no. sorry. It sounded completely. I th- it's okay. Just keep going. I almost with it. jumped in on that. <laughs> I almost jumped in on that. It I'll sounded convincing, right? If, if you say something convincing enough, <laughs> it's got to be right. Sorry. That's, uh, isn't that what Facebook's all about? That's what Facebook's <laughs> all about sharing memes and everything. So, um, uh, excellent stuff. Okay. Um, anything else? What else you got going on, PJ? Yeah, any, any, anything new um, in the news? Anything new in the news? Let's see. Um, not too much. Uh, look at that. Much. Look at that suit top. It is. It is very. Are you supposed to? Are you supposed to button your top one? Top one only. While you're sitting. Uh, well, that's a classy move right there. Okay. Yep. Um. Yep. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it done when you're sitting. You got a little bit more in the stomach region. It's not as easy, but Uh he's nice and yeah. He's nice and young and and fit. What do you think? Is that a good look? That's great. Can you stand and show us what you got? He's got shorts on. Perfect. (laughs) Give us the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Very All well right. done, PJ. Very well, well done. Well, guys, thank you very much. This was a, a wonderful episode one. It was fun. We talked about racism. Uh, it was fun. Um, Hopefully less political round two, but hey. <laughs> um, but thank you. Uh, thank you to Brianna for filming this, PJ for piping it, Brianna for piping in as yes. well, Stephen for just kind of being the overarching uh, uh, producer of it. Mm. We'll call you that if you producer. want. Uh, no, Brianna's producer. Okay, you know, mm. you're just a schlub right there. Schlub on the left. Schlub. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as always, Miss Patricia handling all of our customer service questions. You might actually get the podcast at the alternative day com emails. So um, if you want to win your Berkey, yeah. if uh, to be careful, and I'm sweating like a pig now. Um, if oh. you yeah, if you want to win that Berkey, all um, that white supremacy talk. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go out there. I had to talk. You did about it, man. You, you put you put your best foot forward. I'm proud of you. Um, but tell, tell was us that about bad? Well, am I going to get a lot of backlash, Brianna? Or Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I think you, you told the line good, but okay, I didn't thanks. say anything. Thank you. Um, um, no, but tell, tell them how to get the Berkey. Yeah, you go to get the Berkey and email us at podcast at the alternative daily.com. Subject okay. line, Berkey. Drop us a line. Um, talk about how much you hate any the topics. show. Any topics you want to talk about, um, but we'll continue that how dialogue. How much you hate the show? Yeah, why not? Tell us on a one to ten scale how much you hate the show. <laughs> ten being awful. Uh, As always, uh, Matt Delando, thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure Uh, Maybe you'll be here tomorrow. Um, Yeah, maybe. Uh, Maybe Maybe. if we're not shut down, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, thank you for joining the Jake. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I can't even say it. The Jake Carney Show. Beautiful. Uh, Thank thank you guys. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody. Oh, oh, um, where can we find you? Oh, where can Megan we find you? Megan used to do you? this. Uh, you can find us at thealternativedaily.com. Heard of it. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Jake Surfs um, and uh, Instagram. What is my Instagram? What is his Instagram? Jake Surfs, maybe, too? Or Jake.com. Whatever. Search for me. Um, mm. Google. And is there anything else you guys want to plug? Awesome. I'm going to push for that MacBook Air in uh, episode (laughs) episode two. two. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good day. Thank Thank you very much.